Well, today in my homily, I'm going to address a question that's you know, something I've thought about for a long, long time. I could say probably I've thought about it for over 20 years of my life. And it's the question of what constitutes legalism. Okay, so there's this term that sometimes you'll hear, legalism. And it can be bandied about in a very inaccurate and, and un- imprecise way. So we kind of got to know what is legalism, because we know it's bad. right? We don't want to be legalists. So what is it so we can avoid it, so we cannot be legalists? legalists. And the, the resolution here of this homily at the end of the day is going to be the, the sacred heart, devotion to the sacred heart is going to be a chief remedy for legalism. But first of all, what is it? Okay. Well, first let's talk about what it's not. All right. Legalism is not the belief that God cares about whether you are wicked or righteous. Okay, God does care about whether you do good works or bad works. All right. So sometimes people can be like, you know, they see someone who's actually concerned about living a holy life, and they're like, "Oh, you're just a legalist. Don't you know Jesus has just forgotten, forgiven everybody, and you know you don't got to worry about doing good." All right. All right. So, so that's a false understanding of legalism. All right. So it is good. God does care about our works. And as we say in our psalm today, our response to psalm, Lord, you will give back to everyone according to his works. Okay, so there's going to be a judgment day and people will be paid back whether or not they did good or evil in life. Okay, so so caring about whether you do good or, or evil is is not legalism. That is the proper Christian attitude and the mindset. It's also not legalism to believe, to have a motive that saying this, I'm going to do good works for the sake of my salvation. All right, that's not legalism either. Okay, so sometimes in various streams of Protestant thought, they believe that if your motive in doing good works is your own salvation, you are a legalist. Okay, and uh, Saint Paul very clearly refutes that here in his epistle to the Romans because he says to those who. Uh, <coughs> Who seek glory, honor, and immortality, meaning their own eternal salvation. For those who seek glory, honor, and immortality through perseverance and, and good works, through doing good works, he will give unto them eternal life. Okay? So if you seek for eternal glory and eternal life through doing good works, you're going to get rewarded with eternal life, with precisely what you're seeking. Okay? So doing good work, works with the motive of your own salvation is not legalism. Okay, that's Christianity. All right, so that's that's a good thing. Okay, what else can I say is not legalism? Mm, okay, those are that, those are two two good ways of thinking of what it's not. Now, so what is legalism then? Okay, if we looked in Jesus, uh, his saying in the gospel, he says it's very it's very interesting. You have to pay very close attention to what Jesus is doing here. He says, "Woe to you, Pharisees, because." You do these little good works, like paying tithes, so forth and so on, but you ignore the really important good works, okay? Justice and mercy, charity, so forth and so on, all right? So the legalist is someone who becomes very skillful at the, at the easy stuff and forgets about humility and charity, all right? So that's part of the legalistic mind. It's interesting what Jesus says, though, in response. He says, you should have paid attention to the big and important things 
but without neglecting the little things either. Okay, so it's important to do the little things, you know, the tithing of the mint and the cumin and the dill and so forth and so on. But it's, we want to do that, okay? But it's more important and more essential that we get those really heavy-duty virtues, the really foundational, rock-bottom virtues down and practice those and aim at those. Humility and charity and, and mercy and justice, so forth and so on. So the legalist is someone who pays attention to the small things and doesn't pay any attention to the big things and deems themselves righteous because, you know, they've got all the religious externals down pat, okay? Meanwhile, they're pride, they're full of pride and lacking in charity, okay? The other problem with the legalist is we can see this again in Romans where, uh, Paul says, do you suppose then, you who judge those who engage such things and yet do them yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Okay, so the legalists, they're very, very observant of other people's sins, but they're, they don't notice their own sins. Okay? And sometimes the irony is so intense that they can note it, they can be committing a particular sin themselves, not notice it, but then be highly sensitive to it in someone else. I mean, it's very, very ironic. So what that shows is a very profound lack of self-knowledge. They're not living in the presence of God. The closer you get to God, the more aware of yourself you are. Okay, And so they're very far from God, and they live completely, they're just busybodies. They're looking at what everybody else is doing, and they have no knowledge of themselves. So that's the legalist. That's what St. Paul and the Lord is condemning. And finally, I would say this. Okay, so, so our Lord, at the end, he, he um, criticizes the scholars because he says, you impose on people burdens hard to carry. So here are the scholars who are very diligent in articulating on the basis of the Old Testament law what you can and cannot do. Okay, But they don't lift a finger to help the people to whom they're teaching and putting those, those burdens on them. They really don't care. They just want to dictate Okay, the moral law, and they don't care about the other person. They don't take into account that other people sometimes have not been given the psychological and moral resources that they've been given. You know, like if I've been raised in a family that, I mean, I had a healthy mother and father and siblings, and there, I haven't, I don't have any psychological baggage, so there's certain things that are easy for me to do. Other people, huh, okay, they were never held by their mother. They never knew their father. Okay, they're very delicate and fragile. And there might be certain things that to another person are easy to do, talking about moral behavior. But to that person, it's way harder because they've been given less. They've been given less psychological and moral resources in the depths of their being. And the legalist doesn't care about that. He doesn't take into account everybody's individual subjective circumstances. He doesn't love them. All he knows is, here's the law I can do it. Why can't you, you sinner, you dirty, you know, scumbag? You're going to hell. You know, and that's that's the legalist. That's the legalist. Okay. So, my brothers and sisters, what's the remedy to legalism? It's the Sacred Heart. Saint Margaret Mary, who we celebrate today, she was given the revelation of the Sacred Heart, and our Lord revealed the Sacred Heart because He wanted to count uh, to counteract a kind of legalism that was in the church in the day, in the day. Okay, this is the 1600s, and it's France. And there was what was called Jansenism, which was about. And Jansenism was a, a movement within the Catholic Church that was very prominent in the 1600s and the 1700s. Even some great saints like St. John Vianney 
at first, he was kind of, he was infected by Jansenism. And Jansenism is a, was a form of legalism. Okay? And so our Lord, what he wanted to reveal to us is how much he loves us. And he wants us to focus not on how good we are, but on how much he has suffered for us out of love for us. And so true devotion to the Sacred Heart understands that Jesus, it focuses on Jesus' goodness and his love for everyone, including me. And that's that love, that burning furnace of charity that is in Jesus' heart that we focus on when we have devotion to the Sacred Heart. He suffered for me. And that that focusing on Jesus, on what Jesus has done, his, his righteousness, his good works, is the key to... Uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit and living in God's presence and understanding first things first. It's justice, it's mercy, it's humility. Those are the foundational virtues. And it's that that also makes us concerned for our neighbor and truly love, you know, having love for them, concerned about them, taking into account their particular situations and the difficulties they might be facing in their, in their given lives. Uh, it's loving that individual, loving that individual and treating everybody as an individual because that's what the Sacred Heart did for us. There's this truth that I repeat all the time. You'll probably get tired of me saying it, but if uh, Pat was the only human being that ever existed, Jesus Christ would have gone through every single thing that he went through for her alone. Okay? If uh, Marge was the only human being that ever existed. Jesus would have done every single thing that he did in his passion and in his cross for her alone. So every one of us as an individual can say, Jesus died for me individually. Okay? How awesome is that love? And that's that kind of love when we really get that, that sets us free from legalism, makes us sensitive to sin, makes us try to do good works for our own salvation, but also helps us to avoid uh, legalism.